The Chicago Bears got a win yesterday against the Minnesota Vikings, marking the first in-division win under the Matt Eberflus regime. We're going to talk about some of the things that went into that win, some players that stood out, some also some things that Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles really have to look at going into this offseason. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every single social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So first up, we just want to talk about the win. Like, the Chicago Bears did get a win, albeit they had to, they had to come out against a lot of things that kind of internally with coaching staff that they did. And one is Luke Getze, and just over 20 screen passes. Keep in mind, we threw the ball 37 total times. That's over half of our passing plays were screen plays. And so Luke Getty continues to just not understand how to really get the most out of this version of the team or even utilize Justin Fields or many other players correctly. Now, there also were some good things in the game. We got DJ Moore getting over 100 yards, which is really good. Um, you, you got creative using Roshan at times in the passing game, things like that. Um, using Cole Komet, right? And I, I, and I don't want to knock him for, as well, that last play call that got the Bears in field goal position of going down the field when we really hadn't done a lot of that. I, I give him the credit for that. And in the first half, pretty solid offensive play calling. But when it still comes down to it is that Luke Getz's offensive play calling still leaves so much to be desired. Now, Justin Fields didn't play a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination either. I like hearing that he apologized for the team for two fumbles, and he, he took complete accountability for, you know, he has to hold on to the ball in those situations. That, that Those fumbles were unacceptable, especially when you're a team that hasn't been able to get into the end zone. You're trying to march back. You're trying to secure the lead, things like that. And Justin Fields put this team in a worse situation. You cannot overlook that at all. But it is good that the Bears were able to dig out a tough win, a win without scoring any touchdowns, which is difficult enough to do, right, when you don't score touchdowns. And once the Vikings score that touchdown in the fourth quarter, it, it, I, I was nervous. I'm sure a lot of Bears fans figured, oh, here we go on top of the sacks. I mean, the fumbles from Justin Fields, things like that. But I do like the, the some of the areas that Justin Fields showed on this team overall. But listen, one thing that we're also starting to see is Roshan Johnson is money. That just is what it is. He played 75% of the snaps. And of course, that's because Deontay Foreman's out. Khalil Herbert isn't 100%. But when it comes down to it, 15 total touches for 75 yards and four catches for 40 yards. That's what it is. Roshan Johnson and the way that they used him, as I alluded to already, was extremely good. And I like to see uh, what he was able to do with that. And then Montez Sweat getting his sack, right? Making his presence felt a lot was Montez Sweat and just the way that he was performed as well. One and a half sacks for Montez Sweat. The Chicago Bears get two sacks overall. And it was really good to see Sweat come in and make that impact. We've already been seeing it. We've been seeing the improvement on this defensive line and how that's been helping the defense overall really since Montez Sweat came to the Chicago Bears. This solidifies that and pushes us in that right direction. They have a stud to build around on that defensive line, and they got some pieces as well. We got the young guys that we've already brought in, and Zach Pickens, Javon Dexter, things like that. We already know we signed uh, Andrew Billings to an extension. So right now, it comes down to Montez Sweat is showing a lot for the Chicago Bears, and we cannot deny the game from Jalen Johnson yesterday. They need to re-sign Jalen Johnson, and I, I, I know it's kind of, Maybe unfortunate, right, or, or the situations and scenarios that we find ourselves in. I don't know how much of a long shot it is for the Chicago Bears to lock in Jalen Johnson's services, but listen, him and Terrell Smith, which I also got to give credit to Terrell Smith 
leading the team in in, in tackles. They just he, 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 listen. He showed up. That's just is what it is. They showed up in this game in a way that we absolutely needed them to. Uh, having uh, Jalen Johnson with three pass deflections on top of everything else that he did, Jalen Johnson deserves to be to to get paid. Not probably the 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 amount that he wants to get paid, but he still does deserve to get paid and to see what he can end up bringing. He's still young enough with this developing offense. Uh, I mean, sorry, offensive line, this defensive backfield. And I really like what we're bringing there. Also, an interception from him, interceptions from TJ Edwards, interception from Kyler Gordon, interception from Jaquan Brisker. The secondary showed up, TJ Edwards as well, on pace to be a pro bowler. I think he's having that type of season for the Chicago Bears. But I really want to spend some time highlighting Jalen Johnson and his performance in, in yesterday's game because it was super important. Him and, like I said, Terrell Smith being a rookie that's had some injury concerns, steps in as a starter for the injured Tyreek Stevenson. Uh, and this this young secondary, this young core of the Chicago Bears is really starting to come along. And with that, the 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 defense as a whole is coming along really well. This was a game that we stayed in and was able to win because of the performance of the defense and Cario Santos. But the defense really stood in in a major way and helped the Bears really win. And listen, Matt Eberflus, as much as much things as I throw towards him and as much as I still want to see him be removed as the head coach of the Chicago Bears, he stood up. He performed, and he and he called plays well. And this defense is really starting to come along, and that's why you're starting to hear more and more rumblings, which is already kind of there, that the Chicago Bears may seriously consider keeping Matt Eberflus and just up up the coordinator positions. I still don't want to see them go that route, but I still can can admit and and talk about just how this defense is coming along, and health is a big part of that as well. The health of this team is really coming along, and. You're seeing the defense and the chemistry and continuity in that secondary. Now the added pressure from the defensive line, which is improving. You're seeing that. The, 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 the pass rush and the pass coverage, the synergy between those two is really getting to a point to where it's helping the defense overall. You got TJ Edwards as well performing well. Tremaine Edmonds performed well in yesterday's game as well. And there's still, you know, there, there's that, that up on the defense that is really stepping up in a major way. But you cannot, in my opinion, allow that to remove the questions that still surround Matt Eberflus as the head coach. You cannot overlook. Yes, he's been calling some good good games. I, I acknowledge, listen, he's probably a better defensive coordinator than head coach. But you cannot allow that, in my opinion, to make you go blind or just live in the moment to think that Matt Eberflus deserves to stay on as the head coach. You know, when it comes down to, to Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles, they got some tough decisions to make. And the Matt Eberflus situation is one. I think the Luke Getze one is, is clear-cut. Matt Eberflus, with the defense performing and getting steadily better since he's taken over his play calling, it may present a tougher scenario and question for the Chicago Bears uh, um, uh, front office on what they're going to decide to do when it comes down to it. But like I said, Luke Getze, he's not that. The play calling uh, from Luke Getze was one of the biggest question marks in on it. And as well, and here's what I'll say, right? I'm still believing that this Chicago Bears team going into this draft should look to add weapons and fix holes, not necessarily look to draft a quarterback but when it comes down to it Justin Fields he shows a lot do not get me wrong but there's still questions around Justin Fields and I think even the biggest Justin Fields supporters would admit that but give him a better offensive coordinator get him a better offensive or uh, fix some of the holes on that offensive line especially the center position get another tackle you draft a Marvin Harrison Jr. at that point you've now eliminated any and other and, and of most of the questions around Justin Fields and it really just comes down to evaluating his performance in those scenarios so that's what I think in it. But, hey, Justin Fields, in my opinion, hasn't had that. I can't say that. I was about to say hasn't had a statement game. But, no, listen, his two games before he went down with injury 
were amazing. So, like, Justin Fields is there where there's still going to be questions around Justin Fields. But I think that if you solve some of the other things on this team, some of those questions may, may get lessened and lessened and lessened as things go on. So that's really, really comes down to. And so when it all comes in how you're evaluating this win, it's good to see the Chicago Bears get a win. Still some of the same questions that have been presenting themselves for the Bears all season long are still there. But I think that you're getting closer to that area of being able to kind of answer those questions when it comes to some of those things and evaluating the talent. Now that the talent's fully healthy, I do think that we're seeing that Ryan Poles did make a lot of good decisions on the talent on this roster, specifically on that defensive side of the ball. You still have questions like Tremaine Edmonds and, you know, if we overpaid for him, things like that. Was moving Jack Sanborn from the middle linebacker, was that the correct uh, situation to to great uh, correct decision to make, right? You still got those type of questions, but at the end of the day, uh, Ryan Poles came in and he got some talent in here. And you also look at the the progression of the offensive line. Was it perfect last night? No. Stesterfield still got sacked three times, two of those coming in the first half. They corrected it, and I like the way that they were able to rebound back from it overall. So, you know, when it comes down to it, I like the way overall that we're playing in, in certain areas. It's still not everything clicking all in one cylinder. And, and things like that where we're just playing a four complete quarters. We still have not seen a single game yet of the offense and defense really standing up um, all together and playing a, a complete four quarters. That's the type of win that I'm hoping to see from the Chicago Bears team before we end. We've seen games where the offense has been good. The defense hasn't matched the offense's intensity. We saw games like, like yesterday where the defense stood up and the offense didn't match the defense's intensity. So now can we get before the end of the season, can we get, a game over the last five games, we got a bye week. Can we get at least one to two games where the offense and defense are rocking and rolling on the same side? And if we can get that, that's where things really start looking different for the Chicago Bears' future, at least in my opinion. And you, and it, like I said, the answers are steadily coming even without that, but you really can solidify it in that with some things. But listen, Ryan Poles, I know some people are down on what he drafted. You look at Darnell Wright, you look at Terrell Smith, you look at Tyreek Stevenson, just to name a few, right? Roshan Johnson in there who had a total of 75 yards from the line of scrimmage yesterday, we've gotten, we've got talent on this team. And you have to ask yourself going into this offseason, do you have the right people in place, right, to get the most out of that talent? And at least to me, on the offensive side of the ball, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think on the offensive side, uh, from the coaching, you have the right person in place to get all these, these areas all kind of rocking and rolling together. I don't think that you do. And so, you know, if Matt Eberflus is eventually retained for some reason as the head coach, you have to make a better decision, in my opinion, with that with the offensive coordinator position. But I would love to see an offensive-minded head coach come in here, really kind of change the direction of the Chicago Bears. We've always gone defensive-minded head coaches to a degree, except Matt Nagy. But uh, I would really like to see some a visionary come in here and take over that Chicago Bears offense and hopefully push us to the next level with having uh, Justin Fields, Roshan Johnson, Khalil Herbert, right? Cole Komet, hopefully Marvin Harrison Jr. as well. So hopefully we get an offensive coordinator or offensive mind in here, whether it be in coordinator or head coach, to really push us to that next scenario and next area that we want to be in and kind of modernize how this team operates. But uh, like offense is the name of the game right now. And you and you still need a a really good defense or top level defense if you want to contend, right? So I don't I'm not saying let's forego the defense, but I really want to see us get more creative offensively, how we use it, how we how we kind of make statements offensively as a as a as a team and an organization. And hopefully Kevin Warren and Ryan Pohl see this the same same way, right? And they got tough questions to answer and to ask themselves this offseason. One of that is going to be 
Justin Fields. Technically getting his first game-winning drive, even though I would have liked to see it happen on a touchdown, but beggars can't be choosers when it comes to that. But you still have questions around Justin Fields, and you have to evaluate and ask yourself, do we feel like a different offensive mind with fixing the trenches? Can we then truly evaluate Justin Fields? Still got his fifth-year option, things like that. You got time before you need to pay him. And the way that I always look at it is if you fix those other areas, you get more weapons, you fix up the offensive line, when you do, if, if you do move on to a different quarterback, they aren't going to have the same starting struggles. You've now created a better environment. So by creating a better environment for Justin Fields, which you could see and him adamantly state and show everybody that he is and should be the QB of QB one of the future and the present, which I'm on that train. But for anyone who, for any of the doubters still around him, and there are still going to be some doubters internally in the Chicago Bears, you got you got to fix up those trenches. You got to fix up those areas. And I think if you do get a different offensive play caller in here, we can really be in a different place and kind of look at this team at a different level. Things aren't going to be easy, right? You could say it all day. It's easier said than done, right? To just go out there and find a good, a good offensive-minded person to come in and lead this team. But when it comes down to it, I mean, hopefully Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles have already started that. It's not something that they are just now doing, that they've been looking at that all season long. Because I tell you what, to me, we've seen it, that Luke Getze isn't the guy. We've seen it now for two seasons, basically. We're close to the end of this season. And if you expect that to change, don't Chicago Bulls this up. Don't think that you're going to just get, it's going to, you're going to be able to keep the same coach around and it's going to end up being a huge different, um, a, a different result when it comes down to it. So, you know, we'll end up seeing with that. I love the way that Fields admitted his faults and stuff like that, taking that leadership on, which we've seen from him in spurts before as well. Um, Justin Fields is a leader and he, in my opinion, is going to be the guy that really does show and prove he deserves to stay here, man. But that's my opinion. You guys can let me know what you think down below. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. And like I like to end every episode on, Shy Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. 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 Media.